Hello and welcome. Welcome back to the Elevated Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. I'm the Elevated Empath on Instagram and TikTok, and I am so excited that you're here. I'm so excited. We're going to be starting the Elevated Podcast finally. Finally. What the moment we've all been waiting for. No one's waiting. No one's been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. I'm so excited that you're here. This is going to be a community of elevated empaths, empaths who harness and embrace their empathic superpowers, unleash their duality, and live from their true authentic soul energy, which is wild and free and sexy and empowered. I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome or welcome back to the Elevated Podcast hosted by Lisa Battaglia. You are joining a community of elevated empaths who embrace their duality, honor their empathic superpowers, and live consistently from their authentic soul. The Elevated Podcast tackles conversations around empathy, energy work, sexual energy, manifestation, and social and cultural insights. Thank you for tuning in to the Elevated Podcast and taking the time to nourish your roots and elevate your soul. Let's get into it. Happy birthday. (laughs) I was going to sing a whole birthday song to the Elevated Podcast and then I was like, (laughs) that sounds terrible. No one wants me to sing the birthday song. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to the Elevated Podcast. Happy birthday to you. Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome the fuck back to the Elevated Podcast. I am your host, Lisa. Bataglia. If you don't know me, I'm a manifestation coach, podcaster, energy reader, bad bitch. And it is the first birthday of this elevated podcast that you're listening to right now. And so this is a really special birthday episode for the elevated podcast today. I am so excited. I'm actually recording this the the, the afternoon before tomorrow that I'm going to upload this. In November of 2020, I bought a Zoom recorder and I am notorious for buying expensive technology before I do the actual thing to like motivate myself to start it because I'm like, I can't waste that money. I have to buy it and then like do the thing. So I'm going to buy this like $200 Zoom recorder so it will motivate me to do it. So that was in November of 2020. And instead, I just stared at this recorder for months, five months, in fact, thinking, who cares what I have to say? What if I suck? What if my voice is annoying? What if I can't listen to myself? What if I can't edit the podcast? And then I decided, fuck these fears. I'm not going to let all of these stupid little stories in my head get in the way of starting something that feels really exciting and something I've always wanted to do. So I recorded the first podcast, which is what you just heard in the intro. It was the intro to the very first podcast with all that staticky noise in the background and my awkward non-editing and so much more. And I was so nervous that I basically just read one of my blogs for the first episode so that I could like get comfortable talking on a mic. And I, I sat in one of my closets with the Zoom recorder and my computer open and I was in the dark closet recording that first episode for you. 
I had to read the blog to feel comfortable talking on the mic. And now I just kind of let it fly, right? Like I, I go off script and just let it fucking fly. And that was the first episode of the Elevated Podcast ever, published exactly one year ago today. And I cannot believe it's been a year. It feels like it's been so much more, but also the year went by so fast. But when I think back on where I was a year ago, like what a fucking difference it is now. I produced and edited and uploaded 44 episodes. We had 16 incredible guests. We have thousands of listeners all over the world and this beautiful community of elevated empaths called the Elevation Nation. After thinking no one would care what I have to say, a year later, I've had so many incredible guests, thousands of listeners, listeners from all over the world tuning in every single Wednesday to listen to this little production I make each week from my yellow chair in my OnlyFans room in my home. The OnlyFans room is a joke, if you don't know. If this is like the first episode ever that you're listening to, you're like, what are you talking about? But I think I talked about how the room I sit in to record this episode is like where I do all my recording and my YouTube and all of it. And I call it my OnlyFans room. It's my production room. Words cannot express my gratitude for this platform, this medium, my amazing guests, and you, the listeners. You make this podcast. And I am so grateful that you tune in every Wednesday from the gym, from the car, from your home, the shower, everywhere else. I want you to also remember, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, starting anything, do it. Start literally right now. Because the sooner you do, the sooner you will learn. The sooner you can reflect on the past year of the birth of your baby, the sooner you can open the door to all of the opportunities. Don't wait. You would be so sad if I had never started this podcast. And I'm going to be so sad if you don't start that thing. Do it for me, baby. So to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the greatest podcasts in the world, I decided to reflect on the highlights of the past year, how far we have all come, and where we are now. I'm going to take you on a little journey, highlighting some of my favorite moments on the podcast and showing you the progression of this amazing podcast. You heard the intro of the first episode of the podcast where I talked about the censorship of sexual content online. I was so ahead of my time talking about media censorship, media safety. What full circle we've come. I'm literally still talking about it and the issue has evolved, but it's it's definitely still there and it's definitely still a problem. Then after that first episode came a lot of solo episodes and I took you on my personal journey of healing my sexual energy, sexual empathy, healing after a breakup, healing after ending my relationship with the narcissist, which is crazy because I barely think about that man anymore. I remember when I started this podcast, I was still very like broken and confused and had a lot of trouble moving past that relationship. But I started this podcast and it almost held me accountable. Like you guys don't know this, but you were holding me accountable to not go back into toxic patterns because I was like, well, I, I share everything on the podcast. So like I would have to go to the podcast and say that I fucked up again and I don't want to do that. So you almost held me accountable in a way, which I'm so grateful for. 
I feel so proud of the healing I've done in the last year. We talked about so many things. We talked about past lives, animal communication, and so much more. And then I decided to be brave and start interviewing guests. So I started small by bringing my bestie Niaz on from the Unspoken Nutrition. We had a really cute, candid conversation about self-intimacy. So here is my favorite clip from that episode where I learn a secret about Niaz's self-intimacy habit. And mindful intimacy. So the same way that I talk about being really mindful when you're eating, we've heard that term, mindful eating, mindful eating, eating without distraction, noticing the textures and the smells and the taste of your food. Intimacy is the same in that when you are being intimate, whether it's by yourself or with a partner, put your distractions away, be fully present in the moment with them or with yourself. Like I personally, when I'm masturbating, I put an eye mask on because otherwise like I will start going all over the room and be like, I need to clean that corner. I need to put that book away. I need to, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like my mind starts to talk to me and I'm like, I need to shut everything off. So I put an eye mask on. I'm just now learning this about oh, your yeah. practice. Oh, I thought I told you about that. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. it's It it helps you to drop a lot deeper. I know a lot too. about... We know a lot about each other's <laughs> masturbation rituals, which is why that's so shocking to me that I didn't know that already. Yeah. I highly suggest wearing an eye mask when you're masturbating. It's so funny because I bring on these guests that are my friends that I've known for years. And then <laughs> they get on a podcast and they start really like letting it fly. And I learn so, like, so many new things about them. It's amazing. So then we started bringing on really amazing guests. We brought on Cindy Michelle to talk about why psychics cannot predict the future. We brought on Amanda Huggins to discuss the empath narcissist cycle. We brought on Alexandra Joy to discuss setting boundaries, Allie Weil to discuss using the Akashic Records to heal the physical body. And then I ended season one of the podcast and took a one-month break from social media and podcasting. If you remember that time, it was in July last year. And in that time, I dated an idiot, honestly. But I felt so free from social media. It was a really interesting July, but I came back full force for season two, ready to fucking tell you everything about myself. I was like, I am going to let it just go on this podcast. I was ready to tell you the full truth about my sex life, my dating life, and so much more. And this is when I really started to lean into the vulnerability of the podcast. And this is when I started to forget that other people were listening. And even now, I'll have people say things like, like one of my clients was like, oh, me and my roommate, we're just listening to the Anthony episode. And I was like, I I forget like random people all over the world they're listening to this conversation I had with my ex-boyfriend so that's when I this is when I started to really lean into just telling you everything on the podcast and then we brought on the incredible Lee Noto this intimacy coach Lee Noto was so incredible she came on the podcast to talk about sexuality psychedelic therapy and communicating in the bedroom and this was a super transformational episode for me because this is when I 
reached out to someone I had never spoken to before. This was when I really started to hone in on the craft of this podcast, my editing skills. I have to give it to Lee for inspiring me so much to create this amazing episode because of how incredible she was. And this is when I started to do little like clips of what they talked about in the intros, if you've noticed. So here is one of my favorite clips from that episode where Lee talks about her love for being called the good girl and praise in sexual scenarios with her partner and the poetry that is our sexuality. That sexuality can be the doorway into our deepest parts. So something that I've talked about with clients and that I've helped them work through as a result of having explored this in my own sexual life is sexuality for me is a foray into my shyness, my awkwardness, my wounding, my silliness, my playfulness, my inner vixen, my inner dominatrix, my inner submissive. And the way my partner and I have used that and the way that I I share with clients is you know, sexuality and and sexual engagements don't have to be all about fireworks and, you know, evident turn on. Sexuality can also be like, wow, I'm feeling really shy right now. I'm feeling closed. I'd love to just talk about that because I have a desire to open, but I, I don't know. I'm feeling, I'm feeling shy. And that's one way to explore what sexuality can be. I've I've also used sexuality to explore my wounding and my kinks. And I'll, I'll give a sort of direct example here. Uh, growing up, and I, you know, I invite anybody who's listening to listen into this because a lot of how our kinks develop is and can sometimes be through some of the wounds that we experienced as children. So growing up, I was often told that I was a bad girl. I was often punished and I had privileges and love withdrawn from me. And that was a part of my psyche that developed around needing to be a good girl. And so now in my adult years, as I explore my sexual kinks, I love being told that I'm a good girl. I love being patted on the head. I love being pet like a little puppy or a kitten. And that helps me. It allows me to feel loved and nurtured, and it allows me to feel turned on. So that was a part of my psychology that developed as a child that now has become a sexual kink for me. And that's just one way outside of the sort of honeymoon phase sexuality that I explore something very deeply rooted in my psychology that is now a part of things that I bring into my sexual experience with my partner. And so that's a very tangential way to answer the question that our sexuality is, yes, of course, the things that turn us on and light us up and that bring us into our inner vixen or our our outward expression, but our sexuality is also quiet. It's subtle. It's the thing that happens in between. It's the the quiet in between the orgasm. It is the moment of rest and and reprieve after we've shot off into orgasmic bliss. It's that quiet. It's the subtlety. It's the nuance. It's that little glare in our eyes as we look at our partners or we look at ourselves in the mirror. It is the turning away and the being shy and turning our shoulder and and feeling uncomfortable. It is all of us. Our sexuality is all of us. It is the shame. It is the liberation. It is the expression. It is the quiet. And so 
I say all of that to try and encapsulate the poetry that is our sexuality. Oh, I get chills every time I hear that clip. I could hear listen to that clip over and over and over again. What a great one with Lee. And then we brought on some incredible people like Nicole Colleen to talk about having it all in a relationship and how to understand the masculine and feminine energies in the context of a relationship and why intimacy falls flat in long-term relationships and how to get that sexy back. We also brought on my former coworker, Abby, to talk law enforcement relations for tech companies I showed you all about my past career and the trauma bonding that we went through together for a top tech company in media safety as digital first responders. Within that, I decided I wanted to bring on some people to shed more light into my personal life. So I brought on my best friend, Caitlin, for a two-parter as we dove in on supporting your best friend in their toxic relationship, hiring a male stripper for her birthday the betrayal and cheating that we saw each other through in other relationships. And here is a clip of Caitlin talking about how she manifested her fiance and job so magically at the same time. I think this is such a cool thing to learn from somebody who doesn't think that they can manifest or that they are always manifesting. Um, Here's Caitlin talking about her manifestation journey. When it's funny because I was listening to one of your podcasts on my way over and you were talking about manifesting, which like I don't do a lot. I should do it more. But before I knew the term manifestation, I wrote down, this was beginning of 2017. And I was like, needed to rethink my life as we all do. And um, I wrote down some career goals that I had and relationship goals because those were the two things in my life that I really needed to work on. And I wrote down what I was looking for in a career. That's boring. And I wrote down what I was looking for in a relationship. And the top things were trust and good open communication. A few weeks later or a few months later, we started dating and we started dating when I was also starting my new job that I still have to this day. And I always look back to that journal entry and I was like, wow, I wrote down everything that happened. And it was crazy because like just when you like, okay, you could say that the universe gave me this, but also just like setting your mind to something and being like, okay, these are the things that I'm looking for. And then like those two things, like just trust and open communication has like allowed us to get this far. Ah, my dear Caitlin, what a good two-parter that was. There was so much that we uncovered there. And then, then we brought on everyone's favorite, Anthony, my high school ex-boyfriend. This one was so crazy, so healing, so fun, so interesting. One of the the most listened to episodes of the entire past year, this entire podcast. I am still so amazed by this conversation we were able to have. We discussed losing our virginities to each other, our past relationships, the trauma that I brought to the relationship, and how our sexuality has evolved in the past 10 years. So it was very interesting, and everyone loves this episode. So here is the clip of us sharing the story of how we lost our virginities to each other. After we having after we had sex for the first time, and we told my brother that we just did it, that was also hilarious. <laughs> that was a classic. 
Does he know the truth about that now? Ten years later. I mean, what we told him that we actually we like there was no. That's it. Yeah, I, I think. I think he thought us. we were kidding. No, I think he. I oh, think, he believed us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's tell this story. Should we tell this story? <laughs> I mean, we're, I, we were on the verge of breaking up, from what I remember. Like we were, we were in a fight. We were in a fight. Yeah. What and were we then, fighting about? God, no, something silly. I mean, again, like it was probably my doing i always initiate the fights that's true i'm glad thank you for recognizing that uh, <laughs> finally she recognizes it no i was like a huge just asshole shitster yeah i mean i and yeah. again like you saying that you like brought trauma for something else into like that like makes you know that's clarifying in some respects we were mad at each other about to break up i got up from this you know the shared love the seat infamous blues the cuddle seat. lounge yeah uh which which mind you i had with me until my oakland house i I lived with that chair and told people like would actively tell people in a like jo- jocular tone i'd be like oh i lost my virginity on that like and they'd be like ha and i'd be like ha but like i actually but know, i actually I did. did yeah yeah <laughs> uh, and then but, you sold it to you told me you sold it to some some, some chick who loved the color blue um <laughs> But, uh, so I got up, like threw something away or came back. You, t- you got up to turn the fan on because it was so hot. Oh, yeah. It was getting heated. Came back, kissed you because I was like, you know, showing you. What a good move yeah. on and your then, part. Then we just kept, then we made out and then close. Came partially off. <laughs> you, you, I was wondering if you were going to talk about this detail. You, you notoriously enjoyed keeping a lot of your clothing on. Uh, I did? Yeah, you don't remember that? No. Oh, you, you you did not like to be fully naked. I'm what? Yeah, isn't that interesting? I always thought that was strange, but it was like you like working. Anthony, your... what are you talking about? I'm 100 percent serious. I mean, I'm I don't not lying remember about that this. at all. Oh, interesting. You didn't like to. Take I'm your not bro- like that now. No, I know, and I like appreciate that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so embarrassing. I say that, but I was the one who put it out on the internet for everybody to hear. But what a cool episode. What a fun episode. And thanks to Anthony for being so open and cool to do this podcast. And then we talked about sexual manifestation. We spoke to Jen Kish about sex parties and Tantra. We brought Niaz back to talk about cringe dating stories. And then I took you all to New York City for the first ever plog. That's a podcast blog. And I am also planning to do more plugs for you in this upcoming year. So get excited for that. So here is a clip of us at fucking LeBane. <laughs> here is a clip of us ta- at fucking LeBane talking about Stanley Tucci before he wrote me the disturbing erotic poem. Welcome back to the vlog. We've been listening to this one song for seven. 17,000 years. I told Lisa to sit on this guy's dick. She said no. If a guy looks like looks like and acts like Stanley Tucci, should I go on a date with him? Yes. 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 Mike, Mike, wait, Caitlin, last night was a Mikey and tonight is a Mike. His name is Mike. You're fucking joking. <laughs> What a fun episode that was for me to edit all of the voice clips that I did when we were in the middle of New York City and clipping that with 
you know, my commentary. It was such a fun one. I love plugs. I'm going to give you more plugs this year. So get excited. We love the plugs. And then we talked about ditching traditional manifestation. We talked so much about that. We talked about the darkest before the dawn. We talked about the second spiritual awakening and how I'm done with traditional manifestation and meditation and all of that. And then we brought on my former nemesis, Jackie Resnick. Jackie was my college roommate and dear friend that hooked up with the guy that I had dated. And we didn't speak for six years. When we rekindled a friendship late last year, we discussed that whole experience on this podcast, learned new things about our fallout and how we were able to rekindle and forgive each other. So here is my favorite clip from that episode where Jackie actually talks about some of the best sex advice she was ever given. The best piece of advice I ever got about sex was from my seventh grade science teacher, Miss <laughs> Noonan. If you're if you ever hear this, my God, you made such an impression. I don't know what she's up to now. But she so, you know, you do like sex ed and uh-huh. you I don't remember how it went in seventh grade, but I remember there was a comment or question box. You could put your comments and questions in anonymously and, and she would read them out loud and have a question. I don't know what made this woman qualify to discuss sex with seventh graders, but anyway, someone said, how do you know when you're ready for sex? And she said, when you can stand in a room with the lights on completely naked and have a conversation about wanting to have sex, then you are ready to have sex. Mm. I followed that advice never in my life, but it really, (laughs) really stuck with me. Like it, I mean, again, like when you're first having sex and it's, should be meaningful and special and maybe it should always be that way. I don't know. Uh, not, not, how, not how I think about it. But as a little kid who had never had sex before, thinking about that like level of intimacy that you should be able to share with someone that yeah. you're ready to have sex with. Like if you were getting into bed with someone, you should share some level of intimacy and some level of comfortability before you get into bed with them. Again, have I followed that? Mm, no. Um <laughs> Was it a great lesson? Yes. (laughs) One of my favorite episodes ever and such a transformational one, just not on the podcast, but with Jackie and our friendship and our rekindling of our friendship. And then we discussed porn, daddy issues, why our society controls our sexuality. We chatted with Kristen Winger to discuss the masculine and feminine energies in relationships, career, and more. And then we brought on the incredible Jackie Rotman of Center for Intimacy Justice to talk about her study that Facebook rejected many ads that were centered around women's health. This episode was another transformational one for me. It was one that cracked open this idea that I could embrace all of my interests and find the people who resonated with all of them too. And here is my favorite clip of Jackie talking about the reason why feminine sexuality gets suppressed in our society. I have this theory, and I'm curious what you think about this, especially as somebody that works with energy, and um, is I think the reason that women's sexuality is so stifled and silenced and suppressed in our society is because we are so powerful and because sexually empowered women is like a threat to everything (laughs) because it's like a threat to the order that all these systems have built about family and society, because if women were totally in touch with their orgasmic 
abilities and also the intuition that our sexuality connects us to. I feel like it can take, like when you have this incredible orgasm or sexual experience, it can totally connect you to like other dimensions of consciousness. And it's so powerful. And I believe that the reason that women's sexuality is so oppressed in our technologies and our algorithms is exactly because it's so powerful, not because of anything else around our weakness, but actually because like on an unconscious level, these structures and systems are built where it doesn't want us to be tapping into our full power. That one with Jackie just cracked this whole podcast so open and I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast, actually, but Hillary Clinton responded to Jackie's study on Twitter, like short, like a few days after this podcast came out. And I was like, that is so wild. Like, I know I didn't have anything to do with the study, but the fact that it was getting recognized by someone like Hillary Clinton and these uh, politicians was just so cool. And to be a part of that, even just having Jackie on this podcast felt so meaningful to me. And then I took you all to my first crypto event. We were also joined by Maddie Mayo to talk entrepreneurship and starting your business now. And I, of course, just picked some of the highlights. I obviously could not pick every single one. This podcast would be 20 hours long because there are so many that I am obsessed with. So I just pulled out my favorites, but I wanted to mention every single incredible person that came on this podcast. I am just so enamored with this space, the guests that have come on and how vulnerable they all were. And to all of you who enjoyed these moments along with me, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I feel like this Elevation Nation has learned so much and come so far in its journey along with me. And that's thanks to all of you. I truly cannot wait for this next year. What it has in store for this podcast. I already have so many fun guests coming on this podcast. I I can just feel their energy. Whether I've reached out to them or not yet, I can just feel them coming. And I'm so excited to share their stories with you. And I'm already planning so many fun episodes. We're going to talk more about manifestation, media safety, crypto, astrocartography, entrepreneurship, empathy, and so much more. Thank you all for sticking with me this past year. Here's to many more. And I also want to... In celebration for the first year of this podcast, I want to do a fun little thing where if you write a review for this podcast, send me a screenshot of it on Instagram and say like, this is the review I wrote for your podcast. Send me a screenshot and I'm going to send you a cute, fun little gift. So I would love for you to write a review, send me a screenshot on Instagram. My at is the Elevated Empath. You can send me a screenshot of your review and I will send you a little gift to celebrate the first birthday of this podcast. So you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at The Elevated Empath. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, follow, write a review, rate this podcast five stars and write in to tell me what you think about this episode and what you'd like me to talk about next. And I hope you feel so elevated and I'll see you next time.